Well, when it comes to awards show beef, uh, the Sporting Oscars for 2023, right here on The Run Home. Where else do we start but with a light-hearted giggle? Maybe the comedy of the year. Uh, very light-hearted indeed. It's actually, the winner of this year's uh, Oscar is actually a little bit of dark humour um, because the plot essentially is based around the All Blacks coaching appointment. It thickens. It thickens because where it gets a little bit dark on it is... We told you it was going to be in February the announcement. Well, the comedy of all of us is... You're not It'll happen in 2024. You're not actually going to find out until December. I hate to spoil the ending for you, but that is your Oscar winner for this year's comedy of the year. Unless you've got a better one. That sounds like a fantastic watch to me. Uh, we're all going to be watching closely across 2023, aren't we, at the comedy of the year. Uh, what about our great prediction, our action-adventure story of the year in 2023? Well, if your heart's not yours or you're thinking of getting a pacemaker, I can't have you watching this. But for all you die-on-the-wall Warriors fans, and I'm talking to you, Manaya. The one New Zealand Warriors, whose partnership with SNZ gives us exclusive coverage, will make the eight. And when I say you got to check your dicky heart, you're going to have all the highs and lows of the of the sixty point loss to the Tigers, and then you're going to beat the defending champions, the Panthers. But even better still, you're going to make the eight in the final round. It's the only way the Warriors could ever make V8, isn't it? I the mean, final round. Yeah, the final round. Now, Holding on for dear life. By all accounts, this is our year um, in 2023. We just had uh, Cam George and Andrew McFadden in here last. You don't want an easy ride, do you, though? You, <laughs> want it to, you want it to take you up and down the country across the Tasman. You want it to make you think that your season's slipping yeah. away before you grab hold of it again. This is why we follow the Warriors, you know. People always complain about the Warriors being up and down and inconsistent. Well, we've got the All Blacks. Well, we had the All Blacks up until recently for that. And if you're a Cantabrian, you, you know what I'm talking about, about how boring winning can get. Um, <laughs> so the Warriors uh, up and down season, but culminating in making the eight in the last round. I can't see this season going any other way. And if they're in the eight, beef. Uh, they're as good a chance as anyone, aren't they? <laughs> and that's why this adventure story doesn't have an ending. <laughs> well, it gets even better for our One Warriors. Our next award and our sporting Oscars for 2023 right here on The Run Home is for the fairy tale of the year. I'm going to need a few of you to pull over. Because I can't have you guys causing an accident at Give 10 past 5. Give them a minute. Okay, you're, you're sitting down, people, or you've pulled over. The Warriors, we're staying with the Warriors, the fairy tale of the year Oscar award goes to the Warriors. And wait, they beat Melbourne. Hold on, hold on, careful now, folks. <laughs> they beat Melbourne on Anzac Day. This one's great because every year everybody goes, particularly on this radio station, would get on and say, well, traditionally the Warriors win this one, don't they? But traditionally they do not win this one. No, uh, usually it resembles a 2020 scoreline as yeah. opposed to a rugby league game. So fairy tales, they happen this year. They come true for the Warriors in 2023. There's going to be a year for them to do it. This is it. This is the year. They've got the coach. They've got the coach. Brandon Smith's gone from the Melbourne Storm. They're, they've lost a few people. They've got the best recruitment man there is. Great CEO. 
Fantastic. And they've got an even better broadcast partner now. Mm. Mm. You don't get better than this. And that is why the Warriors are the fairy tale story of 2023. Well, we move on to our next award in our Sporting Oscars on the run home. And this one is for the best moment. And I transport you all the way to October. And boy, it's a plot that is thick. And it's a plot that may, may not agree with all of you. But the best moment this year at the Oscars goes to none other than Samuel Kane. In Paris, standing on a podium, lifting the William Webb Ellis, late October. Sounds like to me he gets the last laugh. <laughs> Sam Kane. Some think he won't be there. Some think he won't be there at all. Some think he won't be there as captain and that maybe someone else will take the mantle. But for 2023, these Oscars don't lie. Sam Kane will be standing on top of the podium at Stade de France in front of 90,000 screaming Parisians because it will be the All Blacks in France in the final. As so often the case, the opening round game also becomes the final. Uh, it's a little bit like a stat like the Warriors do good on uh, Anzac Day, but uh, <laughs> mark my word, that'll be the final. Yes, Beaver is gazing into a crystal ball here for our Sporting Oscars for 2023. Before we go to the next half of our awards, I just want to go back to the top. The comedy of the, of the year, the All Blacks coaching appointment. Genuinely, who do we think will have their hand in the ring for this or their, their hat amongst... What is it? The cat amongst the pigeons. Who will be up for this? We obviously know that Razor wants to be part of it. Who other? What other teams is this going to play around? This this movie, this picture that we're watching over the course of the next year. Well, the plot will have the incumbent um, in Foster, and I don't know if he'll be seen as the villain or the guy that everyone's cheering for. It'll be an interesting one. Um, depends how you want to script it. In many eyes, he'll be the villain. It's up to the director, it's I up believe, is uh, Steven Spielberg Donald. Um, I thought it was Mark Robinson. Um, and, and then you've got Razor, clearly will be uh, one of those cats uh, with the pigeons. Um, and then I'll throw a cat amongst the pigeons. Uh, is the Japanese coaching panel in consideration? Well, they were last time. They were last time, and then they pulled the pin late. So John Mitchell. Well, John Mitchell, was Jamie Joe and Tony Brown. Look, the three of them have got a pretty... It's a powerful it's a little house all of a sudden. Can we throw another uh, cat amongst the pigeons? Mm. Former Wallabies coach. I say former. Michael Checker. No. Oh. Your old man. Your old coach. <laughs> Dave Rennie. Dave Rennie. I'd like to see it. Who I'd would he really link up with? That's the thing. Does he apply for Give us for the him? plot. Give us the plot, Beef. Have you had that phone call, Beef? <laughs> No, no, funny enough. So, babe, you're enjoying that radio gig, or, or would you like to come look, and be the assistant coach? Look, it's happened before with Baz, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. You know? I yeah. mean, look, we create coaches on this radio station. That's right. And if it's the comedy of the year, then you really need some laugh out loud <laughs> humour. And so Dave Rennie will put his name forward, and Stephen Donald will be an assistant. And Babe will never answer our phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you corner me like we tried to do at Ian Foster in the hallways yeah. of this place. Well, I was going to say, whatever happens, we'll be the first to tell you about it. We were the first to see uh, Razor when he came in here for his negotiations. We'll see Beef walk straight past our office. He's not coming in for our three o'clock meeting. the back door. Well, I thought that when you came in today. I was like, we can't be here to do the show. Um, am I missing any uh, characters? Coaching candidates. Mm. 
in this plot. In this plot, the plot that thickens. Mm. Does anyone else come up? Leon McDonald, Joe Schmidt. Ooh, Joe Schmidt. Joe Schmidt will feature. What is he? What is character he? will he play? Well, there's a bit of a kingmaker in this one. Oh, is he Winston? Is he a supporting actor? He's a supporting best, actor. Best but, supporting actor but does the supporting actor all of a sudden want his time in the... In the lights, you can only support for so long, can't you? Yeah, he wants to be on the billboard. Is this a Matt Damon Ben Affleck situation? (laughs) Matt wants to step out of a shadow. Oh, this Mm. is the story. This is the comedy of the year. We're talking about the All Blacks coaching appointment. We want to get your feedback on these awards. If you've got some predictions, if you think, no, we're wrong in one of these categories, let us know on double eight, double three on the Temper and Bed Post text line or 0800 150 811. We've had a message, almost (laughs) pissed myself with laughter. The Warriors are a bit of a joke, apparently. Love betting against them. Glenn. Well, they're not our, our comedy of the year. They are our adventure story and the fairy tale <laughs> for 2023. We'll be back with more right after this. Thank you very much for joining us here today for our Sporting Oscars on the run home for 2023. Our great predictions, our great sporting predictions for 2023. We want to hear from you as well what your sporting predictions are and how they would fit into an Oscar awards show. What sort of movie have you got playing out here? We've already named our comedy of the year, our action adventure story, which some poked fun at, the one New Zealand Warriors making it to the top eight in the final round and beating Melbourne in Melbourne on Anzac Day. We move on to our next award in the Sporting Oscars, Beeve. It is the Director of the Year. This is our Steven Spielberg moment. Well, who else could it be? He's going to be the lead of the Comedy of the Year. And he's going to be part of the best moment of the year, indirectly, with the All Blacks winning the World Cup. But he's actually not going to get his hands on the key, or the keys on the hand, so to speak. The director of the year is Scott Robinson. Well, he's going to win Super Rugby again, isn't he? Yes. He should have. the seventh year in a row of lost count. It's just like Novak Djokovic in the Australian Open. Dunno. Loses count. <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying he's going to be the coach of the All Blacks, Beaver? Is that what you're saying? If I was going to clip this out and send it across the stuff. <sighs> it's happening in February. We've seen how many times he's been in this office. He walked in on a public holiday. Walked in on a public holiday. All the big jobs are gone. I don't know. You just join dots, don't you? And to be honest with you, and this is stepping outside the Oscars for just two seconds, I almost feel it could be the best thing for the All Blacks and Ian Foster if they do come out and announce Razor as the All Black coach going forward. Pressure's off, isn't it? Pressure's off is a bit of a free hit for him. You get anything, any success he gets at the end of the year is a, is a bonus. And people start looking ahead. And it could be the biggest bonus of all if you walk away as a world champion and also you're getting sacked at the same time. We're going to look back <laughs> at this and think we're absolute geniuses or yeah. it was total rubbish. Mm. The history the of the well, the history of the run home just screams geniuses. So I'd be absolutely staggered. <laughs> the history of the run home. It tells us that we could do this for fifty-two years, and we might hit it once. A little just, bit like a Beaver's best on yeah, a Friday. Similar. Mm. Look, we're back. 
We're back for the new year with high hopes for this Friday. We move on to our sixth award in our Sporting Oscars. This one, this this is a big award. This is the award that everyone wants. You want your name on this trophy. Well, yes, it is. And there's a couple of candidates this year. Uh, one was the unbelievable late blossoming career of Michael Bracewell. You want who, to announce the, the category? Oh, sorry. It's it's the uh, it's the award for leading actor. Best best male leading actor. And as I said, this was a tight run thing because Michael Bracewell went out and had fifty two off twenty two to lead the Black Caps to victory in the ODI World Cup final against India in India. So he was tough to beat. But what actually happened is Geordie Barrett went out and kicked seven from seven at Stade de France in Paris and led the All Blacks to have the ability to have that wonderful moment that Sam Kane picked up best moment for at those Oscars. Well, this is what normally happens. If you look at the nominees uh, for the Oscars uh, that we have in front of us, so many of the movies, the supporting actors, the directors all come from the same movie. Mm. They come from the same script. Success breeds success. That's right. We move on. Geordie Barrett has been named Best Actor in a Leading Role. Next up, Best Actress in a Leading Role. I need you to sit down again, people, because this is not going to be what you expect. Again, Lisa Carrington has a wonderful year, and no surprises there. But, no, your Leading Actress pinnacle this year of 2023 didn't actually involve the sports field. It did involve a sportswoman of super fame in this country. But your Oscar winner for 2023 is Ruby Tui because after taking the Black Ferns to glory the previous year at Eden Park, she then takes your country to glory and wins September's election and becomes your third female Prime Minister. You're picking... That Ruby Tui is becoming our Prime Minister. Look, not a bad shout. If you've seen everything that has been doing the rounds on social media, she, of course, went to the Prime Minister's office late last year when the Blackfins were celebrating mm. that victory. Why was she there? She was getting to know <laughs> the phone system. She's been hanging out with Chloe Swarbrick a lot mm. from the Green Party. Uh, it would not surprise me if she ran in the election. When do you find out about electoral elections? Electoral candidates? Hmm. Don't look at me. <laughs> she got for a late <laughs> a run. A couple of months, I would imagine. I, I was just saying off here before the show, like, I don't know many people who over the summer didn't read her book. I feel like, you know, the story today was she's weighing up her options, what she's going to do. I feel like she probably made a pretty penny off the book. I know I bought it for a couple of people, and it didn't last a week before everyone had read it. But very interesting that you think that she might make a switch into... Uh, Politics. She's very popular in New Zealand at the moment. She is now. If, if she was ever going to have an impact and uh, make some changes, as politicians often want to do, now is the time for Ruby Toy. On a complete side issue, but not completely away from Ruby, <laughs> I know one of my mates here has a lot of money, so she doesn't need it. But have you ever thought that you should invoice Ruby Tui for making her superstardom with that whole leading into a song at Eden Park? I've thought about it. I think you should. You got it? Can I get the rights for that? Are you got it that the book was out before that moment? I wouldn't have made the book, would I? Oh, that would have made the book. Would have made the book. Would have made the book. That would have made it. Mm. Any- it's made her millions. Would have made it. 
would have made an NFT out of it at least. Like it may make her a Prime Minister of New Zealand or politician one day. Maybe. But that is why Ruby Tui will be your leading actress, your leading lady for 2023. Our eighth and final sporting Oscar on the run home for 2023. This one, this one is a a nice story. This is the story. It's a bit of a tearjerker. It takes you on twists and turns, Beeve, but you want to watch this movie. It is for the comeback of the year. This movie had me in absolute tears. Four months ago, one of the icons of the modern... Better than the kick. One of the icons of the modern era of our Black Caps team was told, don't come Monday. Well, after some indifferent form from the Black Caps... And I've told you that a supporting actor who had a hell of a year was Michael Bracewell with his 50-odd in the World Cup final against India. Well, we were only in position for that finishing act by Bracewell because none other than Don't Come Monday, Come Back Tuesday, Martin Guptill scores 100 in the World Cup final in India to propel these black hats. That is the name of the movie, Don't Come Monday. Will you be watching it when that is out in cinemas December 2023?